you do dumb stuff on your trainer in the winter so that in the summer the dumb stuff doesn't feel quite so hard moo and hello everybody welcome to the pink tron i am brent robinson and i am joined this week by the one and the only sean fogenberg sean what are you drinking water water uh sean. we got we got two hours until race two so <laughs> i'm racing that and hydrate 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 yeah, we are in full boring mode as it is afternoon time here. I still have driving to do today, so there'll be no drinking of any kind. And I I didn't even remember to go get a drink, so let's just say I'm drinking a water as well. <laughs> that was the last <laughs> thing I had to drink today. I do have it somewhere if I could find it. But anyway, bad bad pink trong and opening, but we will make it up talking about HSRL. This week is Richmond UCI reverse two laps. Um, yeah, that about is a... twenty miles, thirty-two and a half k. Yeah, uh, with eight segments. Yeah, four sprint segments, four KOM segments, but those KOMs are fast and furious. Um, for KOMs, yeah. So you're straight off down the hill. That's fun. And then the fun stops. <laughs> You're going to do 23rd Street Reverse, uh, which is, a, we talked about the Swan Climbers Gamut last week. Yeah, starts off flat, turns the corner, and then ramps up, and then gets quite steep at the end, and then flattens off at the top. Real trick here, especially on the first go, is definitely you're going to want to start way, way back and come through. You'll, you'll definitely be able to slingshot through the group if they're not paying attention. It's a bit tricky on the downhill though to get back in that position and don't miss the start. <laughs> yeah. And other than that, I guess just make sure you stay on the gas through the top flat bit. Um I think yeah. that this one you probably don't want to go. I doubt that these first two climbs are going to be a hundred percent full gas. I think you know it's yeah. it's a longer race. I doubt people are going full blow up territory. So, you know, figure out what the group pace is and try and keep that until the, till it gets steep and then you kick and see what you can do. Yeah. I think that's, that's probably about right. Yeah. I mean, especially if you do a good tail gun, you should be able to get into the group and then kind of sit in the front of the group and then decide how fast they're going, and how fast you need to go yeah. to get a good time. Uh, and then it's, yeah, across the top there down the steep hill and then straight back up into the Libby reverse, which is super steep to start and then flattens off across the top and goes a long ways across the top to get to the yeah. banner. And that right. one's actually quite a bit harder to uh, start in the correct position. Um, if you are at the back of a group, you are going to fly uh, through the beginning of that segment. You get a lot of speed um but it's really hard to be right in the right spot going over the top yeah well it's double hard because you're going to be coming off the other one there is a little bit of time to position between the banner at the top of 23rd and the descent but not much and then yeah and you know, how do you like you're going to need to get a little speed into the descent because you want to carry some speed into the uphill so you can't really be faffing around too much getting your position once you're on the descent and then it is super steep. So you, you, the the maximum speed is to like smash the 
to just Brisbane. sprint up the like there's a t- about 20 percent around the corner for a few seconds and yep and then and then just kind of do it whatever you can across the flat so um it's it, that is a tough one to do anything other than just kind of do your best time through um and then yeah down the libby hill descent and then across the flats at the bottom up the governor is that technically governor street i don't remember I what it's main is street that way main street climb yeah okay you go up and that's the one that just kind of goes like straight right just straight up straight up straight up, straight up. and then you're gonna do you think it's a right and then a quick left into the 20 to broad street reverse broad street reverse that's what it's called and that is like a 60 meter sprint right yeah uh, <laughs> and you can't see the start so I think that the the smartest way to race that is uh, you get at or a little off the back of the group on that uh, right before the turn left and actually sprint into and through the group um, around the corner. So there's a I think there's a bus stop or something on the right that's a good place to trigger to go. Um because it really is, it's like a five second sprint for the segment. And it really is just about how much speed you carry into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely want to be full. You basically want to be hitting your peak power, I think, right at the start line. Kind of I, being think, like I think you want to be hitting the full, your your peak power around the corner before the start line. Oh, that much earlier, eh? Yeah. Yeah, you definitely want to be at your at full speed before, well before you get to the sprint to the line it is it is short it is like I, i've missed that start so many times because it is blind and it just comes up on you so be ready for that and then you're gonna go all the way down to the cobbles do the no it's reverse so you don't go around the u-turn right you go the other way uh so you once you get up you go uh left and around and then the sprint is to the to the hairpin instead yeah. of from the hairpin right so yeah it's it's like a little it's a kind of a left-hand turn again and then it comes up through the yeah you can you can see it from quite a long ways in advance for that one. that one's actually easy to go too early um yep there's a there's a roundabout uh that kind of leads you in and people will will start itching to go um that one's probably good to be a little more patient. So these two sprints are, you know, the first one you want to go early. The second one, you kind of want to watch what people are doing and not probably not be the first one to go. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, you really do see it from a long ways away, that that reverse sprint. And it's like, it is like, seems so close, but it's a little further than you think from that roundabout. And then, yeah, then you'll go around the U back past the start banner and do it all again um, um again on the so on lap two you come down into uh the finish line and again you see that you see that finish sprint for a while yes that is that's very true yeah and i suspect i mean I suspect we're gonna find that these are quite broken up even in a's and b's i think you're gonna find this race course really breaks up bodies um i mean it, it definitely comes into 
it comes back together in small groups. I, I feel like we've raced this one in HSRL in the past. And I remember it, it being a group of five or so uh, that I came to the line with. Yeah. I think that's about right. I think, I think they do like it, it definitely groups up after Libby and then usually because there's not much, the climb up main street isn't too, too crazy, but um that second lap i remember it really breaking up on the second sets of climbs because because not only people are tired, people are yeah. trying to break people there actually a little bit not just win the segment so um it gets tough it gets really tough on that second climb up out of main street for sure so be be kind of resolved that you're not just gonna be able to sit in one pack the whole race there will be smaller stuff and other people come behind find your group you know if you do get dropped go find a group because those sprints and stuff you'll be faster with three or four you're probably not going to give up many places going yeah. back pinktron yeah pinktron i mean if you if you really really want to try and like squeeze out a couple extra places on the sprints you might want to lug a disc around but i mean you're going to feel it on those climbs. I'd, I'd take a draw if you got it or, you know, best arrow wheel rounder, right? Something like a, if you're not on Tron, probably something like the arrowed with NV seven eights or NV 3.4s or zip four fours. I, I do think that for people who are at the stronger end of the climbing, I could see an argument for, uh, going full arrow but i think for most people it's going to be best all-arounder yeah yeah like it's just that the only argument for arrow i think is that like in the sprints those half seconds matter more exactly <laughs> you, can, you can get like two or three places on a full arrow that you're probably not giving back you know it's costing you maybe you know a half a second in weight or whatever in in the climbs but, but I think like, that the difference you're going to be spread out more <laughs> there. Yeah. So, so that would be the argument to go full arrow. But if you're, if you're already dreading those climbs, I'd definitely just take your big draw and get up the climbs, try and stay with the group again. Yeah. Good. That's a good points race. That's going to be tough. Are you racing this one this weekend? I'm hoping to get it in tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. I've got time tomorrow. So should be good all right brings us to herd beginner racing electric yeah good luck to sean at race two good luck to matt defreitas friend of the show racing race two not gonna be doing commentary sorry all right herd beginner racing electric loop four it'll be two laps, two laps. uh totaling 17.8 k and this is a very it's a very flat course around um Around Makuri Islands, around Neokio. Yeah, only Neokio, right? Does it go out? No, to... just just Neokio. Yep, yep. So yeah, you get to through it's through like Castle Park and I think the arcade and no, stuff. No, so. it's uh Alley Sprint and Tower Sprint Reverse are the their Oh oh does it do Castle? Oh, okay, sorry. Wrong so one. start at the harbor, go through the alley sprint and the outdoor market. And then oh, underneath the, the railway direction. into the arcade and then going back to the harbor. Got it, got it, got it. Yeah. Yeah. So flat, nice, stay in your groups, win the sprint. Yeah. Try some attacks if you feel saucy. Full arrow. 
Full arrow, absolutely. Yep, your fastest, most arrow thing you got in the in the garage. And it should be that's a good beater race. Enjoy the sights. I always like Neokio. I know people hate the technical bits of it, but I always think it looks super fun. Yeah. Brings us to Climbers Gambit on Innsbruck for Innsbruck UCI. Yeah. Course. So the course is going to be on the first 12K of the uh, world's, world's UCI World Short Lap, um, which has about a, let's call it 4K lead in uh, to the climb. But it the climb is the Innsbruck KOM forwards. So the shallower version 7.4k at six percent yep. uh, best climb in the game <laughs> the best best climb in the game oh yeah this one your favorite yep Why? it's the only climb actually well number one it's like the it's like the perfect distance for a 20 minute ftp basically effort for a b give or take you can i can get it under 20 but it is that is like the distance and it's like the steadiest like it, it it does do a little bit of modulation but it's like the steadiest one like it is you just got to stay on it basically the whole time yeah other and than this, the alp i think this is probably the steadiest climbing yeah, but even the alp has like the switchbacks and stuff right yeah. where they go down all the way to zero and and stuff like that so this one I think is even steadier technically than the Alp. Like I think it might, there might be some spots where it goes to 1%. There might be a little 0% there at a couple spots, but mostly it is four, five, 6% all the way. And it looks cool. So yeah, get out your uh, leader hose and kit. <laughs> so uh, timings uh, just Basing on people that I follow on Strava, and these are these are mostly going to be times that people have done uh, in a race. So with draft, this does I think this 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 direction does have some draft benefit. Um, but fast A's, Dan Pedroza, Tatum Jewel, somewhere in the sixteen to eighteen minute range. Uh, Matt Freitas did a. 18 and a half, Brent, 20. 20 or seven. I thought I'd cleared 20, but only the direction, yeah. I guess. I've never cleared 20 on this one. Uh, some mid-B time is probably in the 22, 23-minute range. Cs, faster Cs, 23 to 26, let's say. Um, so Ds probably in the 30-minute range. Yeah, yeah. I've done it in Stampede in a 22-17. So that'll be no draft. Yeah. So it's it's a bit over 20 minutes for Bs, probably 25 to 27 for Cs, and then uh, closer to 30 for the Ds. Yep. It's good. Take a uh, climbing bike. I'd say so, yeah. Because there's no draft or anything, right? So I don't think it's, it is slow enough that the climber is your better one, and that's the only time, so all the pre-stuff doesn't matter. And yeah, go smash it pretty much your 20 minute. Like it's just pretty much just stay on the power right through if you can. Brings us to Mountain Goats, which is also 
Innsbruck KOM yeah. after party. If you weren't if you weren't tired of this climb already. <laughs> yeah. You get one more opportunity. Yeah. It, it, yeah, that's right. Innsbruck KOM after party is three laps of the lower part, three laps of Innsbruck ring. So you gotta do the leg snapper three times. There's no segment points or anything, but you still gotta get up it, stay with the group, all that stuff, which is a bit mean. And then you come out and do the climb and the finish is at the top of the climb. So 37k, uh about 604 meters of 640 meters of climbing. So it's it is the climb, is the main climbing, but still. So uh, we were talking a bit beforehand, and this is a mean this would be a mean HSRL course too. Yeah, that's nine or I guess seven segments. That's tough. Really tough. I'll be I'd be really curious in the strategy of a race like this, how many people will try and crack some people on the leg snappers. Yeah. Uh I remember racing this in ZRL, uh, and because the sprints were a segment then, and you know, the ends the, the leg snapper gets raced hard every lap. A lot of people were toast before we even got to the climb. Yep. I remember that. Um but when the climb is the is the whole point, I think people hold back quite a bit more. Yeah, I I did. I think that was January twenty twenty one. I think so. I think I I did a twenty four twenty four on that ZRL on the segment, which like I was broken. I'm sure. I'm sure I raced all the sprints, and I just died on this. I, I'm. Segment. I would be surprised if I got under thirty minutes on the climb. Yeah, I remember that being particularly hard that day. Fun yeah, stuff. I did a 31 on the climb. Yeah. Yeah, that was... Uh, anyway, probably won't be quite that hard without the sprint segments, but you're definitely... You know, I'll be really, really curious if someone races this. Let us know how the leg snappers go because i could definitely see i'd want i know i would want to try and at least make a few people work hard on there not just let them coast and then beat me on the climb good stuff that's that is a classic though mountain goats course right like natural, it's a hockey stick finish. course yeah yeah good stuff all right, Stampede this, this week. I like that. It actually does. It looks like a Vuelta stage. It's just, it's you just know, flat, flat, flat up. Flat, flat until you get to that final climb and then hammer the climb. And go. Yeah, it's, um, well, I always like Austria. Yeah, you were, I mean, I can't believe you think that's the best climb in the game. Are you going to do, are you going to do both of those? No, I gotta, I gotta, <laughs> I gotta, I gotta do HSRL tomorrow, and I got Stampede on Sunday, forty k. Oh, Utopia's waistband. It's the exact opposite. It's all flat. Ah, oh, forty k. So not just a lap. No, not just a lap. Forty k. Woof. <laughs> it's your one hour forty k should be for us for I think bees. I think most bees, bees will clear an hour. An hour. Yeah. Um, I think. I think if you were a big watt C, you could get it in an hour. I was doing, I was doing um, 
about 40 kph in the desert at 3.3 so between 3 and 3.3 depend like you know as you kind of bounce around there so if you were if you were like a 250 watts 3.0 c i think that might get you there be tough you have to you have to really get the few climbs hard yeah there's just the, like that little bump out of the desert and then out of the ocean and stuff like that and so i'm looking at my times and all of my best uh times came in races with draft uh yeah. at about 41 ish kph um yeah. doing a bit under threshold so um probably looking at like 102 i would guess yeah for this but i'm gonna i'm actually planning on doing hsrl today climbers gambit tomorrow the mountain goats sunday and the time trial on monday just do a oh. little block and see how Bring i go uh that's the plan we'll see if i pull the pin after after tomorrow <laughs> it's entirely possible yeah it's good once in a while though to just see what you can do especially i know you're coming back from stuff so you got to test yourself once in a while and that brings us to i think the bullseye which is bell lap yeah how many laps it's the backwards one right backwards crit city it looks like it is six laps for 11 sprints yes now i think that's 11 sprints on bell lap because i, I might markle because tell me if i get you... this wrong but i think you count at the first you 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 turn and you go like past the you don't go past the lap banner right away you turn away from the lap banner because it's the nope. reverse one uh bell lap it oh, bell lap like is the forward straight through the yeah downtown dolphin is the reverse Okay. All right. So then the reason it doesn't count is because you go straight through the banner and that yep. first banner doesn't count. But the next the next sprint at the top of the hill and then every lap banner counts. Except the finish lap doesn't count as a point sprint. It counts as... No, I think that's the 12th one, but it's the first one that you right. don't count because it's yeah. right off the hop. It, they, right, whatever it says the... 11 sprints, right? Yeah, but it's... So it's like... That would be one. No, that would be zero. Oh yeah, you're right. So what what other one is missing? I'm not sure. <laughs> anyway, you probably want to sprint at every sprint and, and band. generally speaking, sprint every sprint, but you don't have to sprint the last. I, I I'm sure the last one always counts. Yeah. So I don't know what would. I don't either, but maybe it's a miscalculation or. Yeah, I, I, think, I just know I there is just, a weird thing. Yeah, this one definitely. You come out of the. I'm looking at the map here and you come out of the pens and go straight through the banner on the, the like lead in yeah it's um there there's a, something weird in in crit city where like one of the laps never counts like you just can't make it do it like i know every time we do it it's like some weird thing where like the first sprint counts at the top of the hill then the first time the lap banner never counts hmm. so just watch check with the people and see but otherwise once you get kind of past the first lap it's every time at the top of the hill every time the lap banner points and then for the finish 
that's that's crit city bullseyes are always are tough usually with they don't even have to like do that stupid sprint up the hill although it's not for time like i know when we did this at the alumni it was for time through the hill so this is a little different i think you can wait a little longer before sending your sprint on the hill to get the line because i know when you go for time you got to kind of send it before you hit the hill but I think in this one, you can almost wait to get to the corner and then pass yeah. the guys and get the first across the line. Uh, I'm just looking at HSRL for next week, and that's going to be brutal. Oh, you might know. Neokio crit course, 10 laps. Oh. 20 sprints. will be 20 sprints in a 39K, uh, almost 40K event. With basically a sprint every 2K. Yeah, and they're timed through. So you can't just like wait and bird dog the lap. Like you gotta go. Yeah. That's gonna be brutal. I might miss next week. I'm (laughs) I'm out of town for it. Uh, I'm glad that this is one I'm out of town for. Yeah. And then uh, Herd Beginner is back to TikTok. The classic. Yeah. Good good weekend of racing. Fun hard stuff. Go get it. <laughs> Speaking of hard stuff, around the horn topic for Sean Nice what do you think is the hardest thing you've ever done in Zwift? And this is inspired by my race with the I think it was the herd of golden lions was the name of the team that we raced in dirt racing gold three. With Brian O'Connor, Michael Considine, uh, Heinz Ensign, yep, Philquert, and is there someone else who raced with us? I feel bad for not remembering. I know Josh did the DSing for us. It might have just been the five of us. Um, and uh, the it was stages five and six ran 45 minutes from start to start apart. And we did, the first one was a lap and a half of Champs-Élysées, so basically like the lead in a full lap with FTS through both sprints, FAL on the sprint as you finished the lap and the finish line being um, at the top of the Arc de Triomphe. And so that was race one, took us about 16 minutes. And then race two was an 18.5 kilometer time trial on the first 18.5 kilometers of um the Grand Fondo course, which had, this was a new thing I'd never done before. It was a TT with timed segments. So the, the KOM reverse was a timed segment and the Volcano was a timed segment. So you got points, both where you finished in the TT overall, but also points for how fast you went through those two particular segments. And that was rough. <laughs> Let me tell you, <laughs> after coming out, like you obviously like you finished the race from the first one and you had... 20 minutes give or take to like yeah i guess it was closer to half an hour but by the time it felt like you picked yourself up off the floor i had 20 minutes in the pen to get ready for the next round and um like i felt not bad getting through hilly reverse um there was a couple guys who were like full a's and a's pluses who like just charged at a gate but um 
I was doing not bad until I got to the top third of the volcano, top quarter of the volcano, that last steep, but I just crashed so hard. <laughs> My power just went. I was like kind of hanging off, trying to do like 320 of the volcano, 320 of the volcano. And I think I did about 30 seconds at like 200 watts and then like 400 watt sprint finished from the rock to the top. <laughs> It was like three people passed me. Counting, so. counting it as a sprint. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that was very, very hard. And and I I actually did even the um like the champs race was hard because I did um so we 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 did we tail gun the first FTS through the uphill sprint and did good. I think I ended up with like sixth fastest or something like that on the fts and then you know it was pretty chill till we got back to the first across the line and then i ended up getting ninth across the line at the fal um and then like from there the pressure kind of stayed on right they pressed pressed up the hill i i ended up tailgating through and getting i think i got the first maybe second fastest time on that second fts but then the finish line was like around the top of the arc and i just like could not go like they just kept speeding up and speeding up and i was like nope and i finished 22nd so i went from like being like you know to get that second fds i probably ended up in like fifth wheel or something like that and like 17 more people passed between there and the finish which was only like 800 meters but i was cooked i did end up with the ninth most points in that race or something like that so not not a bad result ultimately but um that was tough and then to go do that time trial just broke broke me <laughs> for sure so i don't know what what's so that was definitely a hard racing what what's i what do you what do you think Sean? what's the hardest thing you remember doing in so there's a mix of kind of hard and dumb that i don't know to some degree i feel like that confluence of hard and dumb really uh really comes together well on some of the HSRLs. Um, and I think some of the the days that I've had that have been the like combo of hard and dumb or when I do the the double with the climber's gambit and then do HSRL backing it up. Um, so there was one, I think it was in July this past year. It was Epic KOM Reverse, which I did my best ever 20 minute power uh finished that and then went straight into eastern eight uh on the hsrl which like was the one with the long reverse segment yep uh, oh yeah the desert right. and like um i i think you know I basically raced 100k that day which that was uh that was a fun one but i mean in the in the dumb section, it really does. I think all of those omnium, uh, or I think the omnium is probably still the like the hard dumb combination that was the worst. Um, I didn't get to do it this year because I was sick, but last year is where it was every four hours, so you're just on it all day, all weekend. Yeah, yeah. The first omnium felt harder in my brain than than the second one. Um, and then I mean the uh, the hundred k of Bologna, just very dumb. Especially drinking a beer every 
every lap. <laughs> yeah, you guys really tortured yourselves with that. Uh, no, it was great. <laughs> uh, and then actually, and this one is just this just this past what was that Wednesday? Uh, I tried the chasing tour, and we we mentioned this a few days, like a couple of weeks ago, um, about how it would be easy to overtrain and blow yourself up if you were actually trying to do all of these. And I think I've actually seen Dan Pedroza signed up for all or most of these recently. Uh, and I had a uh, an inkling earlier this week that I was going to try and do about a week of this, which is, I think, why I'm doing all of these things over the weekend, all of the herd things, because uh, that would have been a terrible idea because I realized once I got into the pens that this was a all cats starting together situation. So for the A's, I think they were actually taking it I mean, they were they were attacking each other at the front, but you know, we were only going forty nine kph across Tempest Fugit. Uh, <laughs> I think, yeah, that was only. the the average uh, for for that segment. Um, what? So it was it was going as fast as about about as fast as an HWR race across there, uh, except. That was part one of, uh, let's see. So just the flats was on average 28.3 miles an hour um, at above that, that. And that segment was above threshold for me, a medium strong C at this point. Um, so just sticking in the group. Uh, for the flat part of a long that was at, and it was two laps of sand and sequoias so just the just that like first bit was enough to almost break all the seas um that's hard that's really hard so if everyone if there were people racing that regularly um that would be a dangerous series yeah, I just I did snoop on Dan while you were chatting, and he has done stages one, four, five, seven, and eight in okay. chasing pink. So that seems more reasonable than trying to do every day. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like that one in in the front group of that, it was Dan and Ty Mangum, and there there were like a bunch of those guys suspects. just hurting each other at the front, um, and meanwhile. I'm pushing at the back of the group just to like make sure that I'm there when it all comes back together. Um, yeah. And fell off right at the top of the coldest saddle springs, fell off the group. Um, oh, and then actually was like coming back to the main group of C's who had fallen off and then had power like ant plus die. Uh, oh. And I had had it die on the warm-up as well and this was the first first race with the new update so they they update to fix things and then other things break so uh i i rode yesterday connected by bluetooth that seemed okay i'm gonna try that for the race today and uh hope that that goes all right yeah i haven't i haven't had any ant plus drops since the update 
yeah i don't i mean not on my trainer anyway i i i've had a few dropouts on my heart rate strap but they're pretty brief usually but you know definitely long enough if that was my trainer race that it got dropped yeah i mean it's entirely possible that it was a bad you know bad timing bad luck and it's my amp plus stick has decided today that was the day to crap out or computer there's all you know there's so many things but i'm gonna blame zwift because that is my prerogative yeah fair enough nobody's <laughs> nobody's gonna blame you for that yeah I, I the only other thing i've done like well 100 bologna was bad you know that 10 or nine laps of hilly that was dumb too but um i did i have done i did ride solo just to say i'd done it and get the badge the prl full and that is that was pretty soul crushing like i don't i don't really recommend it like if you if you get into a group event or something with a bunch of people you and chat or something i would definitely strongly recommend you do that because it was it felt like it took forever and i mean you just the one thing that is kind of nice about prl full is like you get box repeatedly so like you can kind of like okay i, I, I let's what, what's my time gonna be a box i want to aim for like 10 minute box hills and then just like do like um endurance pace right all the way back around right you cool down the hill endurance pace back around all right let's see if i can go box another 10 minutes cool down endurance pace so you can kind of treat it like that but even doing that 12 times is a bit like i'm kind of done with box hill now so it was a long time before i rode london again <laughs> the reason that i did uh the chasing the chasing pink race earlier this week was i thought okay this seems like an interesting way to get a um to get a course that i've never ridden um mm -hmm. and like you know maybe i ride this um so today's chasing tour chasing pink uh course is four horsemen oh you don't have that one i don't um mm. and i thought like that might be a fun way to do that uh, I, after, if it had actually been, you know, you mostly race against your category and like everyone knows that that last, you know, you're, you're racing to get to the Alp and then who can actually ride the Alp fast. Uh, that's, I don't think that's a reasonable way to race it, trying to hang on to the A's and B's as long as you can and then riding the Alp. but uh yeah that's dan signed up for that one as well yeah that four horsemen is it was a long day i remember uber pretzel being a long day too oh peter moog is in that race boy that would be a hard race the bees tim maroon mm, yeah that would be i i would not perform well in that race i'm sure i'd be broken <laughs> Oh, so it looks like it's entirely possible that this does not have the Alp. It says it's only 54K. So that looks oh. like it may end. Oh, no, it looks like it may end on the Alp and just not have the descent. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would make sense. I say there's definitely a big, long climb at the end. I'm looking at the profiles of power. And I think it, I think it looks like it has is radio tower in there. Is that what? That yeah. Is? So oh. it's Zwift KOM, Volcano KOM, Epic plus radio tower, and then the out. 
rough. Well, yes, I have written that too. I did not find that as bad as the SPRL. other ones, but that would be terrible. <laughs> and a race would be really, really bad. I would definitely be dropped in almost any division in the in the KOM for sure. So So I mean I'm the plan is still to do uh still to do HSRL today, but there is a part of me that's that 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 masochist type two fun part is like, well maybe I just wait and ride that a couple hours later. Yeah. Doubt I'm doing that, but but if I but if I have a dropout in HSRL, maybe I do. There it is. <laughs> yeah, what time does it start? Uh, Six five o'clock, here, five yeah. o'clock there. Yeah. Well, I don't think I'll be home by then. Oh well. Oh well. Uh, I'm. There's a little part of me that wants to find a time for chasing yellow, and just try it and see how long I can hang in there. Because, like in a real grand tour, you got to finish every stage, right? Like that's yeah. part of the rules to to be in it. You got to finish everyone. I think that would be the trick is actually learning like which ones to race hard and which ones to just, just cruise. <laughs> uh, and that's that. I think that is part of what makes this so hard. One racing it as a C where you're racing with the A's and B's who are not taking it easy on you uh, makes it, makes it hard. Uh, Cause they're, it, it, it definitely feels like, you know, Hey, maybe when a couple of people attack, you let them go because we really, you know, we're just rolling through the desert. Do we really need to be going 30 miles an hour? Uh, when you, you're definitely going to get like those A's are definitely getting rid of all the B's and C's on the, you know, through, through the, uh, any elevation. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, if you wait until the climbs, especially since most of them are fairly long uh, stages as well. Uh, but, you know, that's not how Zwift races are raced. And the fact that people are able to pick and choose which ones they're doing means they come out and they're there to hammer. Well, that's um, th that would be the interesting I, I thing if they could... Um build like a requirement that you had to complete X event before you could re actually register the next event. They just talked that they had, um, I don't know we can talk about other podcasts or on this podcast, I suppose, but they had Eric Schlange on mm -hmm. um, the wrap last week. And, and he was talking about that with Nathan and Anna, cause he was doing, uh, Oh, they were talking about tiny, tiny, yeah, racing tiny races and how it gets a bit like people show when... up just for the last race or yeah. And how much more fun it would be if they could build that in. So I mean, I think I think Swift hears all that stuff. They're working on it. Yeah, you know, they just I am can only solve so many problems at once. <laughs> I am interested in doing the tiny. I've never actually done a full series of tiny races. I did one where I went out, raced it, uh, like did fairly well on the first one, and then getting started on race two, uh, had my um, my cable. Uh, the cable boss pull off of my, uh, actually pull off of my frame. Oh, no. um, it was like, well, that, that's guess a, I'm not finishing this. That's a hardcore mechanical on an indoor ride. It's, it's the second time it had happened. I, I think I, 
the first time I, I reapplied it with some uh, JB Weld and it held for about two years and then I had to redo it. Yeah. I, uh, I, I've, I think I've raised tiny raises twice. And the one I actually did the best in is one where I had a dropout er, early in the first race. So I ended up not really racing it. Like I just kind of like pedaled through and finished it. And then the second race, I think I got like third because I was fresh and yeah. I just smashed the hell out of it. And then the next two, I just did like good enough. But yeah. that one third kind of put me into like, I think I got about fifth or sixth or something overall. So I am signed up for the tiny races tomorrow, assuming that, yeah. I mean, depending on whether or not I go super hard on Innsbruck in the climber's gambit. Good times. Yeah. Well, do hard things, people. Summer's here. We're all going to be doing dumb stuff outside. I'm supposed to be going mountain biking with the terrain and the smoke might cooperate. So you do dumb stuff on your trainer in the winter so that in the summer, the dumb stuff doesn't feel quite so hard. <laughs> Good stuff. So with that note, we'll say thank you to Sean Fogenberg. Thank you, everyone listening. Enjoy your races, everybody. Moo and good night. See ya.